welcome to Listen Here. Um, I'm Ian Cornicelli, and with me, as always, for the first time, is Ransom Conan. Hello. Hello, Ransom. Um, this is our new podcast, where we are going to be reviewing a different album every week. Um, and immediately prior to this recording, Ransom just had to listen to 15 minutes of me trying to get a key back on my keyboard. It's true. So... True. Good start. <laughs> um, what are we talking about this week, Ransom? Uh, this week we're talking about Matthew Thiessen and the Earthquakes album "Wind Up Bird." Is, uh... Uh, to be honest, I wanted you to say that because I almost stumble over the name, the band name, every time. <laughs> it is not easily Googleable. <laughs> yeah. Matthew Thiessen. Uh, this is his first like solo album he's the lead singer of the band reliant k right and so uh this is his like offshoot orc i guess his first full-length album okay i read that he first put out his he put out his first song under this moniker in 2003 <laughs> is that yeah. true yeah it was it was originally like i think a place where he could put his music that was more like piano focus because at the time reliant k was very much like christian punk rock you know interesting but, but this album this 2018 album <laughs> uh it's not piano focused right, at all right i think um as like reliant k's sound progressed and like transformed a bit he was able to do more of that stuff with you know reliant k and so i don't know if he just put this on the back burner or waited you know and and yeah, I think I think there's only like one song that really focuses on piano in this this album. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm sure we'll cover a lot of Reliant K as this podcast goes on. Because um, if the listeners do not know, uh, you are one of the foremost oh, experts yeah, I'm a super fan. on that. Not to brag or anything, but Reliant uh, K or Spotify said I was like one of the top one percent listeners of Reliant K specifically. So. <laughs> I have that like frame that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> um, that's fun because I know almost nothing about them, <laughs> so that's good. diverging. I listened to the this the one album that everyone has heard, sure. and pretty much none of the other albums. Um, so that's exciting. Another fun background for this album is that this is the first slash the only concert that you and i have been to yeah. together i believe yeah that was good matthew teeson okay okay why is it not matt teeson in the earthquake so i just have like a a nice ring yeah i think it's specifically another reference to Ryan k is the other founding band member is named matt hoops so oh they i'm learning <laughs> yeah so it's, it's matt and matt and they typically go so maybe he wanted that i don't know little extra distinction Okay, I just always stumble over that. <laughs> yeah. um, also, before we get into um, more distinctive conversation about this album, I would like to say the the album cover art is it's very really beautiful. Nice. I'm I'm a big fan of good cover. Right. It's like a it's like a mosaic kind of, of like a, yes. a very colorful bird and like a nice background. Some like kind of late summer early autumn vibes coming off it you know mm-hmm. now wind up bird is a reference to a book does this look like the book cover what is the I book cover? i actually like? know uh 
What is that? What is the one? Uh, I think oh it's called Wanda Virgin. Um, it's called Wind Up Bird Chronicle. It, yeah. Um, it does not look like okay. that. So this is just fully original artwork, which I guess makes sense. You can't just like <laughs> take the, <laughs> the book art. I was just wondering if it was more of like an homage to the book, or if it was just right, kind of like right. something. seems like yeah. something. Um, okay. Uh, so here I am asking you moving into our our next section before the track by track which is uh do you remember what were your first impressions of this album do you remember i actually do remember you this album originally yeah i i I was awaiting and expecting this album's release you know as a fan and i think it was Mm -hmm. first like teased with a single man of stone was a single um, so that really? was like the first look at the album, which I think is interesting because it's not the uh, you know it's a bit more rocking than the rest of it. I think so. It's not the most singlest um, song. Actually, I do remember reading it now because I I think that that reaction that I just had was the same reaction I had when I read that, <laughs> and my brain like didn't store that information because I was like, "There's no way that was the single." <laughs> Yeah, so, so I, I, you know, I liked it, and it was it was definitely different than Reliant K, which is what a lot of people were like wondering when it came out. And uh, I think that's good, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, when somebody from a band you like does a solo project, you don't want them to just be doing like B sides <laughs> for the band. Yeah, right. Just them, and like you know, lacking back backing vocals. It's like it feels like it's missing something. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it'll because it, then it's just the band. But minus the other people <laughs> that helped make the band yeah. good, yeah. But uh, but um, based on that single, you know, I was I was I was looking forward to, it. and then when it came out, I mean, I was pretty pretty quickly fell in love with it, and it's been one of my you know top albums to kind of go back to now because you know like listening through it the first time, it's got you know it's it's mostly chill, right? Like kind of mm-hmm. acoustic style. But it's got like happy songs, sad songs, you know, like uplifting and, and serious. And it's got a, a nice eclectic, uh, you know, run through it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So for me, when I heard this album, like, it was not, it was not an initial, like, love. But I did end up kind of like, I ended up sort of like what you're saying, which is like, now I just kind of listen to it like every year when it comes <laughs> like to fall because I really like it um but I like definitely I don't know at first I I was just kind of we'll we'll get into this it's kind of weird it's kind of a weird album and you like really get into it like once you like buy into what it's doing (laughs) Uh, but I think it takes a minute to buy in um I think that's especially if you're listening through the whole album um which we'll talk about in a second, but I think that like the opening track is like the opening track is a tough. Yeah, song. I agree. I'm with uh, you there. But yeah, this album, I this album like is really good and it really sinks in. It's got a lot of very beautiful mm-hmm. guitar playing and a lot of really beautiful mm-hmm. harmonies and a lot of lyrics that are well, it kind of goes back and forth between lyrics that are like heartfelt and lyrics that are completely <laughs> inscrutable. Yeah. Um. 
and it's very autumnal. It is very autumnal. I think we kind of said that, but um, that was one of my notes. It's autumnal, but not sad. That was like a clear yeah. thing in my notes. Like th- this doesn't strike me as like a depressing so, album. I, I have a question for you. When, yes. When I, I think you mentioned that I recommended this album to you, right? Um, did, yes. Had I already invited you to the concert or was I like, listen to this and also we're going to the concert? <laughs> um that may have been lost the time i'm not sure i think maybe you were like hey i'm going to this concert you want to go also right, here's the album right like to be like you know yeah. listen to the album <laughs> oh my god i can't believe we didn't mention this um but we also saw this band supporting owl <laughs> yeah, city that's right it, uh, <laughs> worth noting. it was the most unintentional. i can't believe that we both Semi unintentionally saw an entire <laughs> Owl City. <laughs> it was good. I think it was the cinematic tour, right? For Owl City. Was that? Yes. I think yeah. so. I'm not a big Owl City fan. <laughs> um, he, he did put on like a pretty yeah. good show. Um, I just don't really like the way his music sounds. Yeah. Except, I, I mean, I love like the early stuff, like Fireflies mm-hmm. stuff. I think, like, nowadays, like, he clearly has his fans, considering he's still going all these years later. And because that concert was packed, which is wild. And they were packed full of Owl City fans that were, like, too young to remember Fireflies, (laughs) which is... Um, And so I'm, like, very cool that you have your fans. Personally, I'm not, like, looking out for his new albums. But uh, fun. I'm with you. Um, Okay. Do you want to get into a track by track? Let's go. Okay. So the very first track on the album that I alluded to earlier is called Dude. Um, and since I already, yeah, since I already said this, I'm just going to restate it. I think this is kind of a tough sell. Um, this is personally probably my least favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not, it's not like a bad song. It's very beautiful. It has very beautiful like harmonies. It's just kind of weird. And I don't really know what it's about. <laughs> yeah. I um the very first album is this one's for the boys. <laughs> 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 Which admittedly is a good opener. <laughs> I mean, maybe he just liked this. I mean, this <laughs> also to be fair, this song would not fit anywhere else yeah, in the album. That's true. <laughs> You couldn't just like cut to this in the middle, <laughs> so I guess it had to be there. I don't know. What do you What do you think um, about this song? I I share your sentiment that it's it's a tough sell in the open. I specifically wrote. Um, I typically skip this one. Like if I'm listening to this album, I'd say like yeah. four out of five times I'll just go to Man of Stone and go down from there. Uh, oh, same, yeah. same, yeah. I definitely. I appreciate it for. I think it's good at like. I was going to mention this when we were talking about the album on the whole, but like, I think there's definitely like clear themes in this album, you know, song to song. Mm-hmm. And it's typically like, mm-hmm. like maturity or like growth, you know, like, like growing up or, or growing up. back, you know, that sort of thing. And I think it does a good job yeah. of introducing that, you know, in, in, in a very simple way, but also, like you said, it's kind of, it's just kind of kooky. And and in that it's also yeah. a good introduction maybe to the music of the album, which is like it's a yeah. bit, it's a bit out there, but but it's it's a bit yeah. kooky. 
that's a good um does it kind of strike you as a you know how some albums have like like an opener track that's like not really a song right yeah does it kind of strike you like that kind of like it's kind of like it doesn't it is like a song but it at least to my like I mean, I guess it does build like a song, but to me, it kind of strikes me like a. It's like definitely more like akin to a prelude than an actual opening song, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's that one. Um, I don't have anything more to say. Just about a few, that. maybe like uh, I like um, you mentioned the harmonies. There's some like lyrics that yes. make me think of other parts of the song. You know, I want to climb. I need some help. You know, illusions to later in the album, and maybe. Uh, oh, grown that's size true. dude, and then it follows it up right up with like I will be a man of stone, you know. Uh, and mm-hmm. also this this first two couplet of songs, the dude and man of stone. Uh, this solo album came out right after Reliant K's latest album, Air for Free. Uh, and some of those mm-hmm. songs also share this kind of like maturity and growth and like growing up and looking back and evaluating yeah. yourself on whether or not you are grown up uh and it, it yeah. sort of shares that that vibe specifically there's like the one song on there for free uh man that kind of kind of has that yeah that makes a lot of sense to me like well yeah this this album clearly feels to me like this is like the the point in his life that he was at when he wrote it like that's that's what he's yeah. dealing with like kind of like you kind of said like all the songs kind of like wrap around that um i like what you said about like am i really grown up because this album also has a heavy (laughs) feel of like maybe i'm just gonna be silly like um i kind of like that it's like it's not i think what keeps it from being as like kind of like down and dark as a lot of these kind of like acoustic autumnal albums is that is that like it doesn't take itself like too seriously he will just fully sing some nonsense <laughs> on the title track of the album. Yeah. <laughs> Which you can yeah. get to. Okay. Man Are you ready for Man of Stone? Good. Track two, Man of Stone. Um, so here's what I here's what I want to say about this, which I think is interesting to note. This is just how I feel and how I feel, I think, every time I've moved through this album. So actually, like. I would say that the first two songs are actually personally my least favorite because uh, this song is also not my favorite. Like I like the rest of the songs more than this. Um, but what's interesting to me is like, there's this moment in, in man of stone that is always like when I get sold <laughs> on the album. Um, and it's like, when is it? It's like this, it's like the second chorus when he goes like up with all the yeah. energy and like it all like really kicks in to me that's when i'm like oh yes okay this is what we're doing like this album's good i'm like mm-hmm. on board with this um so i think it's interesting and i think that i think it does a good job of that like it's a it's a good job of like continuing like intro. Up, yeah yeah i like uh the one call out where it starts the the boy scout um what's that called uh oh my god Gosh, why do I not know that? I think Hold on. I'm an Eagle Scout. Why do I not know this? Um, I I don't know. <laughs> it's the honor. I will do my best and all sure. that. Like, some what that's called. It's been a long, you know, motto. Yeah, something like that. I could Google it, but that's I refuse. Um, 
yeah that is kind of weird he that's the bridge yeah, well, part of it nowhere part of it yeah that does come out of nowhere i've i don't really, maybe that's i mean it kind of is like a kind of a growing up mm-hmm. thing you know because like maybe he's like call maybe he was a boy scout and he's like calling back All to right. that you know because to me as somebody who was who did do that like as a kid it does like there's this album about being a man. I mean, there's a song about being a man of stone, and then he starts doing the Boy Scout thing, and I'm immediately <laughs> taken back to like 12 years. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I. So, the chorus of this song, um, like the main lyrics, like take it down, break it over, until they fit together, move the pieces all around. Like it's very like intense um which i like i like um which is getting weird you you open the song called dude um which is super weird and then you kind of like double down on an unexpected intensity in this song and like a little more of that rock feel and i feel like maybe he's just like stretching like the what the limits of like he's setting what the limits of the album is gonna Mm -hmm. are gonna be in like the first two songs and then i feel like the rest of the songs kind of fit like somewhere in the middle that's of good i like that that's an apt uh assessment i i like the in the chorus you know it says it's up to me to set the tone i kind of like that as like you know this is my first full-length album away from the band and this is what it's going to be like you know mm-hmm. yeah 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 that makes sense and it also makes sense. It's kind of it's kind of a cool double because it also makes sense at this point in his life where he's like growing up, like kind of like up to him to decide like what he's gonna do from here. Right. Um and I think, yeah, I think that's echoed the rest of the album. Uh yeah. Do you have any more notes no, about the song? Let's go to the next one. Okay. Song three. It's called Forest. And I'm willing to bet that this is the one where if people are listening to this album, this is the one where they are like this is the hook. Board. It gets you. This is the hook of the album, which is interesting. Initially, it was definitely my favorite song on like the very uh-huh. first listen. Uh, I don't know that it is anymore. It's kind of a, it's kind of strange, but it is like super good. Um, it's like a little bit less like emotionally like involved we should say what it is it's basically like a robin hood song like it's a song about robin hood he said and he said this in concert when we saw him that it was kind of written as like a prequel to the udalali song from like the just robin hood this song is like kind of this like rocking like joyous song about robin hood and it's like super good and there's like this all of these great harmonies and like this great rhythm and it's weird because this is not the song that i thought would have got me on board with the album but every time i'm listening to it by the time i get here i'm like oh yeah, yeah. Think about Robin because Hood. i think part of it is like it it pulls you into something familiar right and then like lets you kind of think about it while also enjoying the music of it you know yeah yeah that's true that's true it does and it and it also does kind of I mean, if you watch this when you were a kid, it does kind yeah. of bring you back. Yeah, right? I absolutely adore the Disney Robin Hood movie. Uh, when I was in high school, oh, in my too. senior year, we had a lit project where we had to like analyze a Disney movie for like a bunch of literary themes and you know terms and stuff. And I picked this one, 
So I finally watched it like 20 times within like a month. Uh, I never really got sick of it. It's got like fun music, the oodalalis, you know. I think there's like me and my friends would watch it. And there was a point where we started like substituting like, you know, exclamations like oodalali. <laughs> so I, I really love this one. And I think you're exactly right that it's like, it's what hooks you because it's like something familiar and, you know, you're just kind of, you start grooving with it. Yeah. Okay. So this is the, this, this song is the reason that I don't believe that Man of Stone was a single <laughs> because to me, this song feels yeah. like the single. Yeah. I could see it. Like out of the whole album, this one feels like, yes, here we're like pinning us, we're pinning us this album. Like you're going to get this songs like hopelessly stuck <laughs> in your head. Um, it's really good. I want to shout out, uh, one of my favorite lyrics on the album is in here because um, I am a complete sucker for alliteration, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know why that is. I, it just it just is in all music. Um, but as, it's the line he's singing like as Robin Hood, and it's line "Gonna get made merry and yes. marry me." That's nice. It's just yeah. a nice line. I think, I think that's nice. There's like there's 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 uh two instances of alliteration it's great yeah. uh, also can i just say i don't i think as as an as a sort of an outsider to the reliant k um fandom as as sort of as sort of i'm, I'm on the i'm on the skirts i think they're a good band i just like i'm not sure. super familiar i don't think i realized that he was that oh, good yeah, of a singer yeah. he, he hit some he hit some high stuff and he's got some, some clear vocals this song feels very difficult yeah. <laughs> singing it in the car i cannot and, do it <laughs> yeah i can't do it either and he we we can both attest that he oh, fully yeah. did it yeah because it was just him and mm-hmm. one other guy and he played this song like pretty much exactly like how it sounds in the mm-hmm. album um speaking of the other guy it's really uh, it's really robert gay is the one on, on trumpet and he does uh the male harmonies that dude yeah, is wild. I think Forest is is probably the best song to look at the trumpet of this album because like some really oh, cool yes. runs in the chorus. And I was reading something where he talked about uh, Matt Thiessen also plays trumpet, and they did he plays like second trumpet basically for the album. And during the chorus, they mm-hmm. do like um, they both are playing the same melody, but Matt is playing it like a like a a half half note ahead so it's like this like like laddering sort of climbing uh sound that, yeah. that kind of makes it really nice and, and yeah there's some like some really really cool trumpet on this one i think this album is musically complicated mm-hmm. like it is it is not uh, it isn't it would not be simple to play and their harmonies, like when we saw them live, their harmonies were like yeah, really tight. Yeah, it's really nice, and like it really is like it's kind of like a silly album, but it's they were not like playing mm-hmm. around. Like it was, it's not like a I I don't well I mean you can write good music for kids. I was gonna say it's not like a kids <laughs> album. You can write good music for kids. I'm just saying it's it's not like I don't know. It's yeah. complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. Um, okay. Should we move on to the next? Okay. The next one I'm conflicted (laughs) about um, because it's called Oedipus. 
and Oedipus is uh, it's confusing when he brings Oedipus <laughs> into it. I, <laughs> I just if you're, I'm not. This is not a mythology podcast. <laughs> um, but if you're not familiar with Oedipus, um, it's a very upsetting, like, twisted story. Um, and this song is so nice. Mm. And so I'm not exactly sure what he's getting at, bringing Oedipus <laughs> into it. Um, but that's fun. We'll get there. This is actually one of my favorite songs from the album. Really? Um, which, again, is because then I'm like, hey, let's listen to this song. It's called <laughs> Oedipus. Uh, no, thank you. Um, this is a weird song, but I really like it. Um, he's like singing. This is a song that's more about childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, I think he, I think he goes from the Robin Hood song to a song about childhood. I think that's deliberate. Yeah. And he's like, kind of like, he's getting on that track again of like growing up. Um. And he's singing about a race car bed, uh, which is fun. Um, and there's like some, wow, can you hear my cat? <laughs> so loud. Um, he's, he's, he starts, I think this is my, well, this is probably not the first time. I didn't, I, I didn't comb through the lyrics of the first two songs. This is, he definitely gets into some like religious metaphors mm-hmm. here. Some like religious references. And I think that, those come up a lot in this album. Um, and I think that's cool. He kind of like ties in because that's because in this in this song, he brings up like, um, you know, being told to like bow his head and like pray on his knees and stuff. And that's like kind of tied into like being a child and like a like religion being part of his life right. as a child. Um, which I think is cool. But then he gets in the chorus so he's singing about a race car bed, he's singing about religion, he's singing about stuff, and he gets in the chorus and he starts singing about <laughs> Oedipus. Um, Oedipus, Oedipus, now isn't this all a mess? I do like that line. Um, I This is this is what I'm going to ask you. Do, you. do you have an understanding of why? So there's a little insight. Uh, Robert Gay, the trumpeter, uh, was a little active mm-hmm. um, you know, after this came out and they were touring, answering some questions and stuff, and someone asked him about this song in particular, and basically the same exact what you're saying. It's like, it seems one way, and then you're like, how does this relate in a way that is, like, not weird? Uh, he said basically mm-hmm. it's the relationship that, like, Oedipus is a story about people who got into beds that they should not have. And so, like, this is a, uh, this guy talking about, you know, his his childhood bed that he never got the opportunity to, you know, sleep in, basically, and how now mm. it's not appropriate for him to go back and be like that, you know? Even though he has the ability, he could go buy a race car bed, he's an adult, but it's not appropriate. And so this is mm-hmm. like this, him thinking about it and realizing that, like, he can't be Oedipus. He has to sleep in the bed that he's made, you know? Like, I would like to say that an adult sleeping in a race car bed is not the same as Oedipus, but <laughs> maybe it's a stretch. But I do like that. Yeah, I do like that. I felt the same way uh, about you until until I saw that because I was like, I I love the song, but I'm confused. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I really like the song. It's very pretty. And I can't quite yeah, it's just good. It's just a good jam. Um I like yeah. in the chorus. Cool. It this is like one of the first times I think in, in this, but it's like a, a signature sort of lyric wordplay that Tyson does a lot. Is like the the um you know in Jeopardy it's like a before and after where it, it starts one way and then it changes. So like Pray the Lord hands you the keys to drive away your bad, bad dreams. So it's like, hands you the keys to drive away your dreams. You know, the drive has the double meaning there. And it's like, a, mm-hmm. it, it's it's really fun. I, I love seeing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we've mentioned it enough, but there's a lot of wordplay yeah, on this yeah. album. Um, which, yeah, I also really like. I think, like, as you listen to it, you hear more and more mm-hmm. of that wordplay. Like, I, I don't know, like, some of these songs that I've listened to, like, a dozen times, I'll be listening to it and just be like, oh, that's <laughs> clever. Like, because I, like, never really, like, fully digested yeah. all the lyrics. Um, so, yeah, my cat's back, purring very loudly. <laughs> hello, Clementine, would you like to say hello to the podcast? No, she would like to attack no, my no. headphones. You can't Could do that. Um, awesome. Shall we... Uh, move on to track five. Oh my gosh, you have to go, cat. I might edit <laughs> that out. I probably won't. Um, climb. Climb is the fifth song on the album. Climb's, climb was a sleeper mm-hmm. hit for me. It was like at first I was like, I don't know. And then like the more I heard it, the more I was like, yeah, actually this song mm-hmm. is really good. It's really great. And I like the message. This song, I would say, I mean, it makes sense. But it's called Climb. It's sort of about yeah. progressing, you know? And I think it's about, like, working yeah, on yourself and right? improving. And doing something about yeah. it. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it specifically touches on dealing with relationships. Um, and I think that that's, like, really cool. Because I think a lot of, like, I don't know. I, I'm not sure that, like, a lot of musicians really sing about, like, like growing up and dealing like with relationships in like a more mature yeah. way that's like a that's like a, there's some complicated like feelings to like put into yeah, lyrics i mean there. the standout um, you know course pre-course whatever start speaking the truth and stop confusing those who give you love like that's so good that whole whole stand yeah. thing right there yeah 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 and later in that same stanza it says relationships need not be pressed to the limits that you test them to what if they abandon you? Like that's like some pretty like tough stuff, and I think that's cool. Um, yeah, I think that's the part that really stands out yeah, to me about the song, sure. like that stanza, which I think is important because the rest of the song is like pretty simple, right? And it, it, it all means stuff, but I I think like it's interesting when you get to a song that's like pretty simple, and then there's like a section of it that's like, okay, we're gonna <laughs> dig in here, and then we're gonna go back to the simpler bit that you can <laughs> sing along to, but like. We're gonna really yeah. dig in. Yeah. I think that's cool. Big sleeper hit. Now I really like the song. Now we're into the oh, meat yeah. of this album. I I really like all of like all of like the middle bit of songs. I have this like um I listen to a lot of albums and it's always interesting to me like the way that people yes. lay out their albums. Cause I feel like the first and last song are usually kind of like standouts. Because, you know, they're like the opening and the closing of the album. 
And then usually in like the first, like fourth of the album, first fourth to first half, I feel like you get a lot of the like, you get a lot of like the singles, which I think is like, you see like Man of Stone, Forest, and maybe even Oedipus are kind of like more of like this like single feel. And then I think in like, in like the second half of the album, third quarter of the album, like a lot of times you get like a group of songs that is that aren't the singles and aren't going to be like the most listened yeah. to on Spotify, but sometimes can sometimes be like the most like honestly what they are because like I feel like the person you know like person making the album like writes all these songs, then they pick out the ones that are like have the most like shock value or like you know yeah, kind of front load the uh, the ones that might you know do the best. Yeah, and then you get like a bunch of like really songs that are like solidly what they are because like the person wrote all these songs together and so usually like those songs all kind of go together cat is jumping at me again um and i think that's i i think that sometimes sometimes people don't like those album like that part of the album because those are the ones that people don't know as much but i think that sometimes those that part of the album is like can just be like so solid because all the songs right. like work together yeah, i agree and are like and weren't trying to be pushed to be like a single. They can just like right. be what they are. Like you said, the meat of it. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to yes. move on to track six? Do you have anything yes. else about this? Track six. It's called Mother's Triumph. I I think this might be the prettiest this one song. Is absolutely album. my favorite. This I'm one is so beautiful. I love it. Oh. No, I don't know what my favorite is. No, I think we okay, we haven't we'll gotten see. my favorite yet. This one is, this one is probably like my second favorite, or maybe my favorite, depending on the day. This one is absolutely beautiful. Um, and I would say like lyrically, this one's like a little different. Do, do you yeah, get that vibe? I, it's interesting because when I was looking at it, you know, and all the other ones, I kind of like marked out some stuff where, like, oh, I really like this wordplay, or you know, this feels nice, but. I have basically no comment on the lyrics, just that it's all very pretty and all very beautiful. And like, like it's, it makes me nostalgic for this, even though I've never, you know, experienced this, but it like brings me to there and it like fills me with warmth. Yeah. I would say, and let, let's see, I, we'll see if this is how like this strikes you. To me, this strikes me as a love song. Oh, for sure. I think, I think that this is like a it's kind of like an interesting take. It's it's called Mother's Triumph and like the the key line is I want all the world to know your Such mother's a triumph. Compliment, right? I mean like Yeah, yeah. That is like a, that is like a really like it's kind of like if somebody just said that to your face like <laughs> if somebody just walked up like I want I want the whole world to know your mother's triumph. You'd be like that yeah, is weird. And, and I don't know what you're getting at. But sung in a song, you're like, that is so nice. Yeah, I, I think there's a hint into this. You know, it's it's the mother's trying specifically. And in the second verse, it talks about it's sought out long ago by a father's ghost. So if you like put these together, maybe there's some context that it was, you know, raised by a single mother. And that like, you were just like, mm-hmm. you know, did so well, despite the circumstances that you're such like this beautiful person that I want all the world to know how wonderful you are despite everything 
that could have been wrong, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. That's so nice. This song is so nice. Uh, the only thing I wrote about it was yeah, super exactly. beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's kind of the, so, the, the gist of it on this one. I would say to a listener, if everything we've said about this album so far, you're like, nope, not for me. Don't want anything about this. Um, number one, I don't know why <laughs> you're still listening. Uh, two, <laughs> if you don't like what we've said so far, it's not going uphill <laughs> from here. <laughs> we are halfway through we'll talking about this album. <laughs> I want, to, I want to tell you right now, this album does not have a weird heel turn. <laughs> <laughs> this album continues on in what we've been talking about. Um, let's say, yes. listen to this song. I this agree. song's just beautiful. Jump right in the middle. Check this one out. If you like it, look at the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and since we just talked about an incredibly beautiful song, I think um, it's time to pivot directly into the most nonsense okay and also beautiful also beautiful the next song track seven it's called higher power very beautiful the verses ha- the first half of the verses are straight Almost up nonsense gibberish. yeah like literal <laughs> literal gibberish this is the most like. There's a couple times on this on the album where you're like, I don't know what he's singing. This one, I'm like, I refuse to believe that those are real words. <laughs> the verse is "Golly G Willikers, I got the heebie G bone chilling feely burrs right up my spiny sleeve." <laughs> I don't. I mean, that those just aren't like words. Like some of those are words, obviously, but that's not like that is that is almost <laughs> completely gibberish. This is a, so I'll give you my take on this song. Uh... Okay. Another thing that Robert Gay mentioned discussing this album that is like to if you're confused about this one, look at it through the light of a conversation with a higher power, you know? Like the the oh won't you let me be your higher power, just from the higher power, and then these big kind of other parts here where he's talking and, and starts speaking this gibberish is, is you know some Is he speaking in tongues, ransom? You've is that what you're saying it. to no, me? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> we have, this is recorded speaking in <laughs> tongues on this album <laughs> by Matthew Tyson and Earthquakes. I think so. What what I thought when I looked at the out because what I thought when I looked at the lyrics, I'll say because listening to it, I I don't think I, I would have got this. But like looking at the lyrics, there's some sort of progression from the beginning. You know, Golly Willikers like the ABG down to where I could live wholehearted days full of sweet, sweet joy. There's like, it sounds like at the beginning, he's a kid. And at the end, he's somewhere comfortable. Oh, I like this. Gross. I like this. In the middle, there's some doubt. There's some like, you know, maybe I'm a teenager and, you know, I've been forced to go to church, but maybe now I'm turning, you know, and like, like I'm doubting. And, but then there's like a, acceptance clearly it's up to me to be happy loving and gracious you know and and i think that's along with the you know album theme of the growth that's where i would place this this lyric i guess i i like that theory it is interesting i do think i think it's important to note so this is clearly like a religious right themed song um i think it's important to know because like reliant k is like pretty well known as a christian band and i i don't i mean 
I don't know if that's like how they're actually like um, categorized. Maybe maybe you could speak to that. But I would say like they're pretty well known as being like a religious band. And it's interesting that I mean, from what I know about Reliant K, they do they do this too. But this song talks a lot about religion without getting mm-hmm. like specific. Like this is not this is not I wouldn't say that this is even like a religious or Christian album. Sure. But definitely he's definitely talking about religion. Um in a pretty natural way. Yeah, I think, um, you know, with Ryan K, they've, I think since years ago, you know, they had the big hits, Who I Am, Hates Who I've Been, and, and you know, uh, Be My Escape, oh, yeah. things like this are, are very every, clearly. Every, 100% every Christian exactly. middle school has heard that song. Everyone who went to church in middle school just had like a <laughs> shiver as they heard you say that word. Yeah, but, but since then, they've, they've, yeah, their music doesn't quite as directly reference things like that, and and it's not so so in the front. It's a bit more secular with like references, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I will say, in the in the in their latest song, like for free, they they had a few songs that were very specifically like. I mean, there's one called "God," where it's literally just like, "I believe in God," "I believe in you know us," sort of thing, and um, but it it reminds me of, of this song is very like that where. It, um, it, I think it speaks in, in an honest way, right? About, you know, because there's doubt, there's, but there's also like confidence and there's like comfort, uh, but, but a back and forth, you know? Mm-hmm. You said this before, but my favorite lyric from the song is clearly it's up to me to be happy and loving mm-hmm. and gracious and kind to the people and good to the places. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. super nice. That's super like positive, like, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's just super nice. This yeah. song is really pretty. I did not when I when I lighted the song, I did not mean to insinuate this is not a beautiful song. Oh, yeah. It is very beautiful. He is talking <laughs> literally. Maybe, maybe more people should do this. Can you imagine like a like a like a stone cold ballad, like a power ballad that's just completely yes. gibberish? I, I can think, it. and it's like it's like so the <laughs> the thing like, I think you said this earlier where it's like. I'm not sure what he's saying, and I don't know if I ever will. Like, it sounds yeah. almost English, but not enough for me to decipher it. Yeah, like maybe it has some meaning, but I don't think I'm gonna like, like break <laughs> yeah. it apart. Dude, what if the new Adele album? Oh my is goodness! Just, all just beautiful, haunting vocals, but none of it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine "Set Fire to the Rain," <laughs> but none of the words are any word. None of the words are real words. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you asked a two-year-old to sing so far <laughs> that would be great also also can we say where's that new adele yeah. album at i've been hearing rumors about a new adele album for at least a year adele if you're listening at? we want it yeah, Adele, our first. Listener. I'm pretty sure her album was supposed to come out this fall, and it got like pushed back. And I get it, but also her last album came out when, like, was it like our freshman uh, year of college? I think so. Four, four years ago or so, maybe. I get it. I get it that the album's not done. You have to push it back, but you've had <laughs> some time, Adele. We need you. 
Um, okay. Moving on. Track eight. This, I don't know if this, what I'm about to say is going to be surprising to you. Uh, I think this is my favorite okay. song in the album. I did not expect it. Yeah, I think it's unexpected. I think that this one doesn't really sound as much like mm. the rest of the album. It's kind of a... Di- See, this also kind of sounds like it would be a single <laughs> on a different Did, did we say the name of this? this is you know what I mean? Sweep? Clean Sweep. <laughs> I didn't even say it. <laughs> I just think that this song is very simple, but it like, it mm. hits me, you know? And so I feel like this is like my favorite one. It's definitely about the sort of the desire to have a clean sweep, like basically a desi- the desire yeah. to start over, which I think probably, I mean, we're both young mm-hmm. relatively, but I think that probably every adult person has had the feeling like, man, it would be nice to just like clean, completely start <laughs> yeah. over. In uh, New Girl, they call it the clean break. Right. Um, <laughs> this clean sweep. Uh, coincidence i think not um but yeah that's i mean that's what this song, that's what this song is about i think pretty clearly yeah. like it's not hiding behind a lot of metaphors but it's got a really nice like melody to it and it's got a really nice like rhythm guitar which like there's not a lot of rhythm guitar no, yeah, it's, in it's this a album contrast to higher it's power a- which was by the way the the piano song of the album would be higher power the rest of this is mostly yes acoustic guitar uh but this one is mm-hmm. it picks up the pace after the much slower higher power with that quick rhythm like you're saying yeah and and the rest of this album is mostly mm-hmm. like finger picking um some pretty complicated <laughs> finger break, finger picking um this one is more of like a rhythm like he's strumming and i don't know it's good it's got it's it's upbeat and it moves it's it's like a good yeah. jam i think that this one is i think the reason this one's my favorite is it's just like good yeah. to like drive around to. Sure. shout out to the lyric brown um, dark gray auburn and maroon another autumn day in my thought balloon i have no idea what it means but i love it i don't know either but it's like a yeah it's, exactly. <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> Um, yeah, I was trying to think if I have any specific lyrics that I wanted to bring out. Uh, I don't think so. It's just a good song. It's one of those ones, like, the lyrics aren't too complicated, but that, like, kind of helps it, like, I think in a song like this, if the lyrics were, like, too complicated, it would get all, like, bogged down. Um, but it's, it just kind of, like, breezes on. I don't know. I think it's my favorite song on the album. Either that or Mother's Triumph. Or Forest. <laughs> or Oedipus. A lot of good songs in this album. Isn't it wild that we're starting our music podcast? Maybe this is actually pretty representative. We're starting our music podcast with an album that almost certainly the listeners oh, yeah. have not and, heard. And definitely we both know that we both love. <laughs> yeah. Like we're starting with that we love and other people like don't exactly. even have never heard of. And so <laughs> off the bat we're going like <laughs> right off the bat we're like here's the, here's this group album that that only we listen to <laughs> i actually i thought about doing an npr voice this entire time i 
I think it would have thrown me. Have you seen Have you seen Parks sure. and Rec? The, the the like the like NPR like radio station on Parks and Rec always. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna play one jazz song over the top of another <laughs> jazz song. Have you ever turned into the Georgia Tech radio? That's that's no. A, I mean, it's almost a carbon copy of that. Like. Listens to it whenever he goes I, to Atlanta, and he's always talking to me about it. I'm like, I have never <laughs> listened to that. <laughs> I really wanted to be like on there. Um, I really wanted to be like, one of their radio DJs, and then, um, and I don't mean to slander them. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I do mean to slander them. I was told by somebody else that I knew that was like going through like the training to be a radio dj that they specifically won't let you play any music that oh anyone my, has ever that heard of. sounds exactly <laughs> like what we're what i'm talking about whenever my dad's like you hear this i'm like no you know i'm not no. here for that i'm not i don't think that's going to be the kind of podcast that this is i'm not here for pretentious <laughs> music listening i don't think that i don't think that there's any inherent value in listening yeah. to something that I, nobody's I, ever heard of i just think this yeah. album is I, I doubt any of the other albums we pick will be as as strange a deep cut as this um i think yeah, some sure. will be but you know it, i think yeah. this could be a nice mix i think it's gonna be a nice mix we'll definitely talk about some bigger ones we got to get into that full oh, yeah. at some point. oh i'm ready for it you tell me when for, just for the <laughs> okay track nine track nine called i'm gonna mm-hmm. cry it's a little mm-hmm. sadder than usual this is an album that I have trouble holding in my mind. Do you do you ever have oh, this yeah. with an album? Like, there's always like the one or two songs on an album that, for whatever reason, you like <laughs> cannot remember exist. Like, if you were telling me to like list the tracks, I would yeah. not remember this one, even though I know it once it's playing. Um, this one's kind yeah. of a bummer. It's like, but it's a good. It's like a. It's, it's a, a, it's a, a good lovely bummer. somber tune. Yes. Um, it seems to be about kind of like dealing with maybe like a failing relationship or maybe like failures within a relationship. Um, and it's pretty heavy, uh, but it's very beautiful. This I don't know. Do you, do you have deeper thoughts uh, about this song? Not particular. This is the only song off this album that I started to learn myself on guitar. Um, yeah, really, uh, just because it. it it seemed like a really, seemed like a really pretty boy. one to play, you know, and, and maybe not too difficult, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, the rest of the but um, it's very beautiful. <laughs> You're not going to go straight into singing about Robin Hood rocking in the no, forest. I, I would love to learn Mother's Triumph one day, just because. Oh, I love it, but but I, I started with this one. It's uh, um, yeah. But I, I think the, the little That's cool. pre-chorus, you know, we can mend this, I'm codependent, but finding my own sense of self is just like such a beautiful way to... That's a Yeah, and it just like encapsulates so well this, like you were saying, like a failing relationship at the end where it's like, oh man, I want to hold on, but it's so hard, you know? I, mm-hmm. I, think, I think he has a few That's... songs like this um, with Reliant K too that are like, I see this as ending, and I wish it wasn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one's really... This one's interesting. It's interesting. 
and sad, but I, I think it's I think it's like complicated mm. in a good way. And like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's a really complicated way of like expressing like those feelings. Like this is a very conflicted yeah. song. I think is what I'm trying to say. It's very conflicted. Like you feel the you feel the conflict like so well in the lyrics. There's a lot of like back and forth lyrics. Um and yeah, I think that's cool. And I do think it's hilarious uh to think about you singing <laughs> this to yourself quietly in the back. And sitting in the tub with a guitar. Or maybe dim lighting and everything. Um we should... Ransom and I are both musicians, so that'll definitely um play into this probably. I was gonna say it's funny when you like an album like this where probably nobody has like mapped <laughs> yeah, out the chords. Yeah, I Google uh you know clean sweep tabs and it's like one hit. Let's see if it's uh, any close, you know. Yeah. One hit and it's not even <laughs> remotely. Do you ever look at those like guitar tabs or guitar like chords and you're like, I could have picked <laughs> randomly and I think I would be close. <laughs> like <laughs> one person that's like, I just feel that <laughs> I just feel that this entire song is oscillating between D major and <laughs> D flat major. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That was a downer. Good thing. That was a downer. We're getting we're getting to the final the mm. final moments of the album the last two songs. we are finally on to the title track and I would say this is kind of unusual to me this strikes me as unusual that the title track is this late in the album uh, I think a lot of times the title track is kind of like yeah. dead in the middle or maybe even like sort of sort of up front the other one I can think of is Harry Styles Fine Line yeah. Fine Line is the last song in the album we're definitely gonna talk about that <laughs> Thank album. You. Uh, that's just like 100 <laughs> percent. we're gonna get there eventually man there's a lot of albums that we're definitely going to talk about this we have to do this podcast every week um until uh yeah, the universe explodes up. yeah to get through all the great albums when we first came up with this idea i was like but what if we run out of material <laughs> and then i was like wait a second <laughs> if we did this every week for a year that would be 52 episodes i could probably come up with 52 albums that i want to talk about yeah. in like an hour <laughs> <laughs> and that's just me that's not even taking into account yeah. all the albums that you like <laughs> like it's wild all right title track wind up bird here we finally get to the thesis <laughs> statement of the album which is <laughs> this book <laughs> that he hasn't read <laughs> no this this song actually does hit pretty hard and i, I actually read that and I don't know if this is true, but this is this is like the genius.com. This was their their <laughs> their idea of what the song is about. It's sort of like the feeling of having a book like sitting on your coffee table that you like haven't had time to read. You never have time to read. Like it's just sitting there forever and you're always like, I'm gonna read that book. Um I don't know if that's what it's actually about, but I thought that was like a powerful yeah, I thought. think um I think Tyson said um, this in the concert again. I think he said elsewhere that that you know there's the line in the middle haruki murakami author of kafka on the shore this is literally i'm glad you're up to say that i i avoided <laughs> saying the lyric because i didn't want to have to i went for it we'll see we'll see if it's right but uh that he had this book you know the wind of bird chronicle on his coffee table and literally just like 
put it in there because that's what it says on the cover, you know. So I, I think that's yeah. probably an apt apt description. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, the opening lyrics to this song are, "What am I gonna tell my kids? What am I gonna tell my kin? Gonna write a fairy tale with no end or begin." Everybody's got a new thing. Everybody's got to do something. I don't want to get a real job. I don't ever want to take that monthly slap on the wrist. It's this mystic whisper in the wind. That's like the opening two stanzas of this song. And I kind of feel like this... I mean, as like... I mean, this is usually how title tracks work. This is kind of a thesis yeah. statement of the album. Like, it's a lot of stuff coming together. Like, probably thinking about like when he was a kid, but also thinking about like having mm. kids. And like um dealing with like you know he's had a pretty unusual career path but i think i think in normal career paths you probably have this too i don't know i'm not there yet but i assume you have this but it's but also in this weird career path that he's had where you get to a point where you're like (laughs) i don't really know what i'm doing like like everybody's got to do something but i'm not sure what i'm going to do um i think that's interesting there's a lot of conflict which is cool oh there is yes, some more gibberish sure, in this, in this song <laughs> this is this is our at least the second instance of absolute uh, this one i can't gibberish. even rationalize away with some hand wavy themes about growing up or something it's i mean i'll i'll, I'll read it if you'd like i think it it's is, just uh, I think he was just feeling he it. Just, I think he's just feeling he just it. I do it. want oh, you to King Kong Kichi Kichi Kamiyo. King Kong Kichi Kichi Kamiyo. <laughs> I mean I, I'm gonna say that's what's written out in the like you know, when you look up the lyrics. I don't think that he's singing he, King Kong Kichi yeah, Kichi Kamiyo. Do you I think that, I thought it was more like key call like a bird, you know? Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was thinking it was more just sounds, like he wasn't right. saying King Kong. I don't think that I don't think that the ideas of King yeah, Kong tie I do in not this album see the in any way. Threads there. Um, yeah, I think he's just making sounds, which is cool. My one of my favorite, if not my favorite musician of all time, is a musician mm-hmm. called Kishibashi. Um, and he does this some. I'm gonna be careful here because he also <laughs> sings in Japanese, and I don't want to say that Japanese are just like random sounds. <laughs> it's definitely not, but that he definitely has some instances of singing just some like just like some noises that feel right and i'm and i am on board with that i'm on board with that that's that's fun um it's not full on oh my gosh what's that song um so, do you know send me on my way yes Root? yes <laughs> oh my that's the worst <laughs> offender in this type like, that's the worst way that you can be with just singing some gibberish <laughs> yeah that song because the worst thing you can do is sound some stuff that you think sounds like like afro beats but really you're just like a white guy making some noise that's no good <laughs> but in the case of this where you're just like singing it does kind of sound like a bird i think that might i think you might have you mm. might be right about that kind of bird sound i like it i like this song this this song is a is a big yeah. sleeper hit for me um it's it's a very autumnal i think because it's kind of it's kind of uh i don't know yeah it's contemplative Con- contemplative? Contemplative. <laughs> oh my god 
Oh my gosh, I have to leave that in just to shame myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's got those vibes, of, you know, like, don't want to grow up, but like, you know, here I am in a position where, I, do I really have to, you know, like, I don't know, yeah. it's fun, That's it's fun, and it's and it's kind of kooky. This, this is a good song to listen to when you're like walking down the street and there's just like a lot of yes, leaves blowing yes, around. It, it conjures that image. Yeah. Okay, Ransom. Last track on the album. The finale. (laughs) The prestige. This this is when it becomes just 80s rock. It culminates. (laughs) It culminates into a bad Van Halen impression. (laughs) Quite the opposite, I think. (laughs) it fades out and then suddenly it's (laughs) panama (laughs) (laughs) but it's not listed as a cover (laughs) he's fully claiming it as his own song (laughs) panama (laughs) <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that actually objectively would make I, this album better. I, I don't put a button know. on it. <laughs> and a mock cover on the end of this album. <laughs> Let me write him an email right now. Album for made. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) This one's called Daydream. (laughs) Not Dream, which is another Uh, great Van Halen song. If you're thinking about Van Halen, this is you'll have to wipe it when you listen to this one because it's quite different. Yeah. (laughs) It's gonna be jarring. (laughs) Um this one, okay. I, I want to issue our first full-on correction. The person who inputted these lyrics on the website mm-hmm. that I'm looking them on got it wrong. A hundred percent they're wrong about the lyrics. And I will tell you, the first two lyrics of the song, they have it listed as, the temperature yes. drops the heat, it's time to find winter clothes. That is I, not the lyrics of the song. The lyrics of the song are yeah. way smarter than that. <laughs> song are the temperature drops the hint it's time to find those winter clothes that is a great that is a great yes opening two lines and i am i am furious that somebody heard him clearly say hint and i know i I did the same thing because i looked at the lyrics and i was i was actually copying them over into a document so that i could print them all out at once and i saw that and i had to correct it Mm because i was like there's no way i'm looking at this yeah, there's no way. <laughs> what I'll say about this guy, this guy does not put any lyrics down like yeah. like happenstance. Like it feels like except well, except for the yeah, the one that yeah. we just talked about <laughs> with the <laughs> songs and the wild book. Most of the all of like the contemplative lyrics in this album mm-hmm. were very clearly thought about. 
and I I'm angry that that's what it is because that's one of my favorite yeah. lyrics. In are the are there any other corrections you saw? Because I, I definitely I, saw that one, but, but I don't know if I saw another one. I didn't see any other ones. Sure. But that doesn't mean that. I mean, this is a again. It's Matthew Cheeson yeah, and the Earthquakes album. One person wrote all these <laughs> in by memory, probably. <laughs> oh, that actually. Um, the next lyric of this album is smoking pot of coffee waiting on the stove. That's yes, also I, hilarious. Yeah. I wanted to underline That's this because it's, it's like the wordplay I mentioned earlier with the double meaning in the word in the middle. You know, temperature drops the hint. I love that. Yeah. Smoking pot of coffee. Oh, like, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Man, the temperature drops the hint. It's time. Yeah, the temperature mm-hmm. drops the hint is a great line. That's a really good line. I really like that. This song is... Uh, the song hits for me. It's a good I I'm gonna pitch you my idea about this song. Like how it strikes me. To me, it's it strikes me as this album is moving Ooh, from fall okay. to winter. Like like this album has gone on all fall, and this song okay. is the beginning of winter. Yeah. That's how it hits me. That doesn't mean that's how it hits anybody else. It's got those illusions. To me, this album this album is like a a season. And like it's kind of like ending as you would be moving like into that. winter, which I think is cool. Oh, there's another at the end of that first verse, teaching my shadow how to box a beat. Another one, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that is also good. It's a good one. Man, I gotta look at the first two now. I didn't really <laughs> inspect verse two. Is the I think the second verse is a lot more uh, painting this picture. There's like the first verse where he's clearly alone. And the second verse where he's, I think, dreaming yeah. about this person. Right. Yeah, that's one yes. of the other harmonies. Coming, uh, right? Shout out to Ellie Schmidley, who's the, the female vocalist for the album. Uh, she does. Who is that? Uh, Do we know who that is? I is she on anything think so. else? I think she. Uh, I, I know she, you know, Matt Teeson right specifically tapped her to do this, but I don't know if she has a bank of, of work outside of this she has her own 2018 album maybe we need to listen to this sometime maybe we need to revisit for sure the harmonies are beautiful and the album like kind of ends with you were in my daydream my daydream you were in my daydream my daydream that's kind of nice that's that's a nice ending to an album maybe we should end every podcast by Saying that the audience <laughs> was in our daydream. I like it. Our daydream. Um, okay. So we've gotten through the whole album. That was the last track. Um, as we're wrapping up, do you have any final thoughts about this album before we talk about uh, next week? No, I, w- I wrote down just a few bullet points and they're very simple. I love this album. I think it's great. Uh, it's got mm-hmm. a very beautiful guitar. The vocals, the harmonies are great. Um, I think one thing you mentioned is is like that it's interesting to see how people arrange their albums. And a pet peeve of mine is listening to an album on yes. shuffle when I didn't Me want too. it to be on shuffle. You want that thing? It does I, shuffle. I well. think this one shuffles. I think because it's well. got that hefty middle section, it all goes together really well. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, so so that's my stamp of approval on on, on this. Yeah, it's very good. Bird. Before actually, before we talk about next week, I wanted to say 
we're talking about like one album a week and that album might be topical or it might be absolutely not topical i think our first two are not topical at all i wanted to give you a chance right now to say if you just wanted to like shout out some music you've been listening to recently is there anything that like we might talk about eventually but we're not talking about right now that you've been listening to that like you you shout out you have anything i've got uh i can't think of super new music off the head but like this year folklore taylor swift is great i love that one uh pedals for armor solo album big fan Uh, and the last one i think i haven't even finished listening to all the way but there's an npr tiny desk where she played some of the songs alicia Mm, keys new album i heard that one's good alicia i think yeah that's cool i have been listening to a ton and we will definitely have to talk about this i'm gonna pick this one of one of my turns but i've been listening to a ton of punisher by phoebe bridgers that album is so good i think when we get to the end of the year we should do yeah. like a uh like a favorite songs of the year episode um that one is Ooh, okay. definitely gonna okay. gonna be in there also i've been listening to this album called spook the herd by lanterns on the lake that one is also very also, just a great album, <laughs> Spook the Herd. That one's great. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, this has been super fun, Ransom. The first episode of our podcast. Listen here. Hopefully, okay. this saved. If not, okay. What are we listening? <laughs> what are we talking about next week? Uh, next week, I've chosen the album "Shouted Out" by Hanson. Um, it's relatively older. Uh, I have not heard it. It's not new at all. Let me see if I can see. What it's from. Um, it's got some really great songs. It's from 2010. 10 years old. So it is, it is 10 years old. But but it's got some Yeah, really I'm excited too. I'm excited. I, I do, I very much like Hanson. I've not listened through a lot of their albums. Uh, so I'm excited to like sit down and listen to this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about next week. And then next week, I'll choose an album for the week after and it will go on like that forever. Um, if you enjoy listening to this, feel free to tell other people about it. Um, or check us out on Twitter at listen here. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.